What's going on, everyone? It's your girl, Kristen R. Harris, and you are tuned in for another episode of God Put Me Up On Game. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for rocking with the God Put Me Up On Game podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to our newest segment. I will be interjecting these segments in episodes here and there and I am so excited to introduce you to some amazing women. These are game changers as well but this is a different segment. It won't be our game changers. This will be my business is my ministry and so I'm super excited to um, introduce you to some women who have been working with me. I've been working with them with their business and birthing out their um, different projects that they're working on. I met them through our birthing plan. And some of them, of course, I've been knowing for longer than that, but I have worked with them in the birthing plan and they are going to share just for a few minutes about their business. One, because I want you to hear about what they have to offer and how it could help you. But two, because I want you to see how um, you too can birth out what is on the inside of you. And then I guess three is because I want you to understand that your business is your ministry because you have been called to do this. So today I have someone that I know very well. I have been knowing her all of her life. Um, I didn't just meet her in the birthing plan, but we did work together. Um, I helped her to birth out her business and I am just stoked that she is here with us today. So winners, I want you to welcome down to the winner circle, my sister, my little sister. I still call her my little sister. I hope she doesn't mind, but my little sister, <laughs> Latasha Sampson. Hey, Tashi. Hey, hey, sissy. Hey, winners. I'm so happy to be here. It's Latasha. First podcast ever, so hey. Hey, we popped that podcast, Cherry. Hey, hey. I said that on the podcast with Contavia, and I know I was like, But that's who I am. Is <laughs> I'm just being real to who I am. So anyway, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming down in the green to share with us for just a few moments. Latasha, tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and share with you all. So my, about me, I am by trade, I am a human resource director. I've been in HR for about seven years now. I fell into it just because I was running from my student loans. I want to pay them. Probably shouldn't say that, but you know, God put me up on game and gave me what I was really destined to be and do, and He fulfilled, helped me fulfill my purpose and my passion. So I do that by trade, but part time, I am a human resource professional teacher. I actually teach college students all about the workforce and get them prepared to enter the workforce and make sure that they fully understand their role as an employee and how they support the overall big picture of the company. Then I am recently a mother. Well, I can't say recent anymore. I went through the birthing plan almost two years ago. April 30th marks my baby's second birthday. So we are heading into the terrible twos. <laughs> but my child is actually Miss Sampson's second. So when I told you guys I fell into HR, it was no lie. However, it has become everything. I eat, I breathe, I think, I just, 
I don't know, I put my heart, soul, and everything into human resources. So I built upon that. And I went to school, I got a wonderful master's in HR, and I practice it, I do all these great things. And I decided that I wanted to make that my baby. I wanted to take all of this knowledge, information, and the thing that I love, and I was put on this earth to do, I want to give back to my community and find a way to do just that. So that's what Ms. Sampson says was birth. It is my human resource consultant business. So I work with job seekers on resume building, mock interviews, just most random questions. You'll be amazed at what some of my clients ask me. But then on the flip side, I work with small business owners and I give them insight about comfortable conversations with their employees, how to do progressive discipline documents. Maybe you need an employee handbill. Long story short, you may be a small operation, but if you think like the big dogs and the big leagues, there's no reason why you can't operate in that sandbox, whether you're a job seeker or a small business. So that's me. Wow. Of course, I know her and I know her very intimately, but every time I hear her explain all the things that she does, I get excited and I get proud. I'm like, yes, that's my sissy. Go, sissy, go. Thank you, sissy. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So you talked about your business, Miss Sampson Says, which is your consulting firm where you help, as you said, job seekers and other small business owners. Um, how did you get to the point of actually pushing that out? I know you went through the birthing plan. So tell us a little bit about your birthing process and birthing your business. Ooh, birthing my business was a tough one. So when I tell you again, I fell into human resources in my world. And it's so funny. I had a conversation with dad not too long ago and daddy asked me, he told, well, he told me that before I started doing HR, he just thought you only went to HR for two reasons, to get a job or to lose your job. So there was never anything in between. So sometimes he gets really, really intrigued. But I think that that's why I I thrust myself into it is simply because I only had those two perspectives and the spectrum is so wide. And I think that a lot of people throw themselves for a loop because they do think it's just either happy times or bad times. There's nothing in between. So I wanted to take what I learned in school what I learned um, in the real world and the workforce and make it more applicable and reasonable put together and packaged where a normal person can really truly understand it. And they may never love it the way that I love it, but ultimately they're going to walk away from our sips and tips conversations with a clear understanding of how human resources can ultimately help them get that greater the, the greater goal and meet the end result. And I think that that's where the misconception is. It's not just always, yeah, you got the job or, oh no, I lost it. It's how do I prepare myself for the job search piece? How do I prepare myself to find that person, the, the right candidate in the right seat on my bus and my company at the right moment? So it's so many different levels and dimensions to it that I kind of hope I answered your question. Sorry. I got on my HR soapbox. <laughs> it's okay. You did because I, I'm sure it's some job seekers who are listening to the podcast on today and um, that, that information can really help them. I think um, where we started before you 
veered off on the HR track <laughs> is you telling me about your process in birthing. Like what does your what what did your birthing process look like? Yes, my birthing process was interesting because I didn't know that I had something to birth. Again, I found my career. I knew that I was content with what I was doing and that this is where I was going to be forever. So I didn't think anything up. But again, when I discovered that there are individuals that just don't understand, nor do they know how to utilize the thing that is human resources, that's when I felt like I had to, something was inside of me and something needed to be pushed out into this atmosphere that's going to drive the the recruitment pool from the business standpoint. And it's going to drive candidates to put forth their best effort when they're entering the workforce. Overall, if we just understand what is HR will be so great. Like we'll be able to really just manipulate the thing that is the workforce. And when I discovered that, I just wanted to help as many people as I could. And I had to bring my baby to life in order to do that. So my four months was intense because being your little sister means that I kind of go rogue sometimes. I just do whatever I want to do. <laughs> um, it was many times I was never prepared and even probably now I know that you're proud of the overall achievements that I've made but I'm pretty certain that there's more that I still can do with my baby so my my child is alive and again we're heading into terrible twos but she has to grow so much more and it's up to me to continue to make my business my ministry well, I'm happy that you led right into that. Look at that segment. Look at God. My, my business is my ministry. Because um, one of the things I've heard you say in the past is that you really want to use Miss Sampson Says to help the African-American community. And because you do feel like there are some things that you can educate us on in terms of employment and even the, the small business owners. So talk a little bit about that, because I really think that that speaks to the part that you said about helping people and your business being your ministry. Agree. Um, I don't think we get access to as much information as we should and that we truly need to be successful. And But it takes individuals that have gone to um, school or been successful in whatever art or craft it is or whatever baby that is inside of you that you've birthed, it's up, for, up to us to give back to our community and help them to understand what it is that we do and how their knowledge and implementing these changes or just doing small things, whether it's don't wear a bright pink shirt to an interview, or maybe you do. It doesn't mean that you have to wear all white shirt either. Um, show me your personality in your accessories. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that, I, I mean, I love my Afro, I do, but I'm just going to be realistic. My Afro is not for everybody. So I have to ease my counterparts into it even when I come into the workforce. So I might have braids one day, then I might uh, wear my twist out. And then I saw so I gradually get them there. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's for the culture. And the more that we understand, the less often we'll be offended, the less often we'll be disrespected. But more importantly, we're going to win. Because we we miss the mark because we get so fed up because it is a roadblock. It is red tape. But that doesn't mean that those that know better, that understand it, who have been successful in it, if they don't just, if they take just a moment and impart some information in us and share their struggles, triumphs, and challenges, we'll all kind of, I guess, get a piece of that pie. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I mean, I really do honestly do what I do for my culture. Um, ironically in corporate America, I'm going to use ironically very loosely, you know, there are so many stereotypes about African-American, uh, African-American women in general. So I cannot, I can, I'm so passionate. What are some of the things that you've encountered in your career? Ooh, Lordy, that's a really good one. So I am just very passionate. I'm a perfectionist in everything that I do. If I put my mind to it, I'm going to be successful. I'm okay with accepting the downfalls along the way. But prime example, I cannot show too much emotion. So even though I'm very passionate about what I do, and I just want to always see it in the best light possible, I'm just so positive. If I'm too overly emotional, I'm just being a woman. But if I don't find a fine balance and I walk around um, with a chip on my shoulder, which everybody else, my other counterparts, whether they're male or female, as long as they don't look my color, that's okay. Because when I do it, I'm the angry black woman. So I have to straddle a fine line in between being too peppery, too chippery, just over the top, out of the box, happy and having an off day. If I have a bad day, it's like, oh, here she comes, you know? And I think that that kind of goes back just to who I am in Christ too. It's just that you, I think I walk around my positivity is just what God has instilled in me to push beyond the stereotypes that are corporate America. Like he allows my ray of sunshine to change dynamics and my positivity to bring people to my other side or want to know more or feel comfortable with even asking me questions about African-Americans and why we do things and why we believe things. So I don't know. Wow. Well, I, I love that. And we, I'm sure I can see it because I'm sitting here looking right in your face and I know you, but I'm sure that the listeners can hear your passion for what you do. So I can honestly say that I do think that your business is your ministry. When you hear that term, my business is my ministry, um, what does it mean for you? Like, how do you keep God in your business? I literally stay prayed up. Um, that's number one, of course. And when I say that, I literally mean that. Um, anytime I get ready to agree or sign up to do any Miss Sampson size projects, whether it's a one-on-one -on -one consultation or I'm going to a local high school or a church to facilitate, um, I don't know, some type of presentation or anything HR related, I have to ask God, is this what you want me to do? Because I'm going to be honest that by now I thought I would be out of corporate. I'm like, God, we were supposed to have this baby and the baby was supposed to get me out of the corporate world. But he's just like, no, but you're eventually you'll get to the place where I'll bless you beyond measure. Mm -hmm. So it, you do have to continue to keep your corporate side because that's how, A, you can pay your bills. And B, that's how you'll Tell stay the grounded. People, the um, B, you'll always stay grounded because, again, you're fighting those uphill battles. You're constantly educating individuals about your community. But then thirdly, it's just when the time is right, you'll be released from that. So now, uh, even in the recent months, about the last six months, 
because I, I'll tell the world, I am in my Jesus year. Uh, my sister told me about this term, ironically, <laughs> she's sitting in front of me, right? So she told me about the term Jesus year, that when you turn 33, that's the year that Jesus was put on the cross, and he went through so many trials and tribulations, and even down to being a parent and going through the birthing plan, um, my Jesus year has taken a drastic change. Um, I really did think that I would be maybe a year out from my corporate conclusion, but God is making it where my name keeps getting dropped in hats for philanthropy projects. So I am going literally out into my community and sharing this wealth of knowledge and information with those that cannot afford it. Um, even though I feel like my prices are reasonable, just don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, seriously. And sometimes it's bigger than that. And I, even that, still working my way through um, as a parent of this baby. It's just what I see for my child is not necessarily what they become or what they go through. So not being a mother in the natural, I can only imagine how y'all do it. That's all <laughs> to you, Sissy, and those others. Only because you just don't, I don't know, be gracious with yourself is kind of how I'm making it through. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um Goodness, you said so much. I, I want to unpack something that you said. Oh, going back to the you going out and basically giving your gift away. And I, I want to say something about that for people who are listening, because those of you who your business is your ministry. Um, sometimes we can get caught up in listening to what other people say. And there's always this we don't do free don't give it away. Um, everything costs money. And I do believe that um, a, a worker is worth his wages. Um, and you should be paid for what you do. I also believe that that's the business side. I think that sometimes on the ministry side, it doesn't make sense sometimes. And sometimes in ministry, God will send you people who he wants you to bless who may not be able to give you anything in return or um, who may not be able to pay your full wage. And I know that may not be popular opinion. I, You know, in, in this age, there's so many business coaches and so many people telling you how to build these quote unquote brands. Mm -hmm. But when your when your business is your ministry, sometimes and here's the thing, I don't get on a, um, a mountaintop and and publicize that I'm giving anything away. But there are some people who God lays it on my heart. I can be doing a program and everyone else is paying, but there's somebody and only me and them know that they're not paying because their their um, registration was sponsored by God. Um, he, he, he sent them to me. He spoke to me and he said, this person needs you more than you will ever know. And so I need you to do this one for me. And so I want you to be okay because sometimes we get so clouded with what we're hearing on the outside. You got to know that when your ministry is, when your business is your ministry, you got to know that you listen to God and you follow what he is saying and what he's telling you to do. Business makes sense a lot of times and many times ministry doesn't. You're like, oh, God, this don't really make sense because, you know, I got this price tag and God's like, just trust me. Mm. And so I'm telling you as a witness, as someone who has been there, that there will be times that that may be the case. But, man, God has never, ever, ever left me out there. And every single time that I have been a blessing to his people, he has blessed me tremendously. 
So I just want to interject that because you make a really good point with that. Um, you know, the, the world will tell you don't give anything away. Mm-hmm. But um, hey, God said, for God so loved the world. The word says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I can't ever give. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't give enough for that. You know, mm-hmm. so clearly I can give something away. So I want, I just wanted to leave you guys with that. Thank you so much, Tasha, for sharing that. Um, I, I appreciate your story. I appreciate you know, you sharing how you keep God in your business and why your business is your ministry. For those who may need your services, how do we connect with you? So that a moment of honesty for me. Um, I have had a landing page for two years. So if you are a graphic artist person, please help me. <laughs> just and I'm willing to pay. I just I think that that's one of those things that as I become a parent, I I haven't <laughs> gotten there yet. So I do have a website, but best thing to do is to email me. So it's Latasha, L-A-T-A-S-H-A, at MissSampsonSays.com. Again, that's Latasha at Miss, M-S, Sampson, S-A-M-P, like Paul, S-O-N, Says, S-A-Y-S.com. And what about social media? Can we find you anywhere there? Yes, I am on Facebook under Latasha Sampson and Instagram at Miss Sampson Says. So again, connect with me, everybody. Maybe you guys will be the one follower, the one new friend that'll push me to the next level um, (laughs) as I continue to go through the birthing plan. That's the one thing about the birthing plan is that it's just that you get through the birthing process but you're now forever a parent. So you just be flexible with yourself and your baby as it goes through the woes of childhood and you go through the woes of parenthood. But it's an amazing thing. And to know that your business will bless so many um, and the knowledge that you have and you choose to share with the world is going to have a return on investment that can never just be calculated with just numbers, if that makes sense. Wow. You know what? You're a step ahead of me. I was going to ask, was there any last thing you wanted to share with women and men? Because we do have men that listen to the podcast um, about their ministry. Or I always get it mixed up. It's like my ministry is my business. My business is my my ministry. ministry. I think it's interchangeable. You know what? I want to tell you guys a quick story. No, you know what? I'll tell you on the next one. We've already talked long enough. I'll tell you a quick story about how this... um, my business is my ministry was born and how God really confirmed yes. this thing. It's really amazing. Um, well, Latasha, thank you so much for sharing. Um, thank you, sis. For, this is the very first my business. <laughs> it's my ministry segment and it has been great. Um, I wanted to share this with you guys. I wanted to introduce this because I do believe that many of you are doing the work that God has called yes. you to. And when God has called you to that work, your business is your ministry. All right. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. You already know the drill. It's Kristen R. Harris. I will be here same time next week. Until then, Kristen R. Harris and I'm out. Bye. Bye winners.